Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And this is After the Torch. A survivor podcast that we'll be releasing after each tribal council talking about what went down. Hey guys, welcome to episode 20 of After the Torch. As we said last night, you were going to just have me tonight. Jake is over in Sydney. He's always away, I swear. So uh, it becomes a bit difficult recording it. So um, yeah, I'm just going to give it a go doing it on my own. So um, like normal, I'm going to talk briefly about my picks and I will try and remember to talk about Jake's. Um Firstly, I just want to talk about Lockie, who won immunity uh, first time since the merge. You know, th- this big guy really looks like he should be willing, winning all the challenges but doesn't really come through. I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, uh, maybe people won't see him quite as much as the physical threat that I think he sees himself as. Um, but, yeah, he did win tonight. Um He's done pretty well to make it this far for, you know, one of the the big guys. Normally they're gone by now. So he's obviously got some social game going on. Not that we get to see it that much. He sort of, we did see a bit of it tonight actually, but often he just seems a bit oblivious, but he's still here. So he's obviously doing something right. Um, my other pick in Peter, now it's becoming a probably old and longstanding joke that Peter just hangs out in the bushes and doesn't really do anything. But I was sort of thinking tonight, I mean, for the first little while, that's not a bad strategy. But we're getting to the point now where unless he does something, if he makes it to the end, he's going to be a goat. And he hasn't really got much to go on in terms of a survivor resume. They're either going to kick him out before, they're just keeping him around because he's not a threat, taking him to the end so he can get no votes. But if he's actually going to win this thing, he needs to do something. He needs to make a move. And I don't know. I don't see him doing it. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I just think Peter is laying too low for too long. You know, I mean, we saw it a bit the same with Ben and Odette. Both of them are gone. So he's obviously doing something different to them. But we're just seeing him going along with the numbers. He's often not included in discussions between people. Yeah. <sighs> I just feel worried that he isn't really going to have anything to go on. Speaking of this, I found it really interesting tonight. Uh, Michelle talked about her plan, you know, when she plays Survivor, how she's going to do it. And I thought, you know, there's probably something in this for the first bit. She's going to play it nice, which when you first get to the beach, that is totally the way to go, especially, you know, if you're generally, you know, a smaller female, people pick you off. Like it just what happens. Um, So if you're friendly with people and can use that social game to your advantage early on, that's going to solidify you. And I think that's a really good place to start, not just for girls, for lots of people. Um, Then she talks about how she's going to kick out threats, which she's definitely had a hand in kicking out threats. You know, tonight, for example, Henry, there's been a few where she is doing that. And I mean, if she's not orchestrating them, she's definitely an active member in doing it. And then finally, pulling big moves. And I mean kicking out threats kind of could be called a big move, but, you know, she sort of separates them into two different things. And I think this is a really good strategy, you know. It's going to get you far enough that you can, you know, play your own game, make connections, and then pull the big moves and get a bit of his resume for the end. 
think it's really good and you know someone like Peter I think probably needs to take a bit of a leaf out of that book because I think it's it's a really um really good way of looking at it um oh tonight for the first time I really enjoyed the reward challenge oh my god I was laughing out loud. You got to remember, people, I'm home alone. So I am laughing so loud to myself. My dogs are staring at me, wondering what I'm doing. That reward challenge was one of, honestly, it's the challenge I've, invo- I've ever, I've enjoyed the most. It was so good. It's just funny. Like a challenge, especially a reward challenge where, you know, whether they can do charades or not, the worst that happens, they miss out on some chicken, which I obviously very psyched about, by the way. That was kind of weird how excited they were. Um... Oh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> two of the things, two of the um, the charades that I thought were particularly terrible. First one, Peter really doesn't know what an octopus looks like. That was great. I think I laughed the loudest at that one. And I must admit, uh, one of my fellow Survivor watching friends in the East Coast sent me a message about um, Ty- uh, Tara's terrible butterfly. And so given the 30-minute uh, time difference, I had a little while to wait for this butterfly and it really did live up to my expectations at how terrible she was at what a butterfly looks like. So Troy and Danielle, thank you for that. I thoroughly enjoyed her butterfly. Um, (laughs) I really enjoyed the challenge. Just saying that, love it. The other challenge, God, I can't remember what it was. Something boring. Lockie won. I know that much. That's all that really matters, really. Um, Oh, I thought it was really interesting in this episode that we're at the point where we've got eight people left and it's a 4-4 Samatau Asunga split left, which I actually hadn't picked up on. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see whether they sort of stick down these lines. Obviously, this time they didn't vote according to their old sort of tribal lines. But, um, you know, it's interesting to see that three of the four people that have gone home since the merge have been Samatau people. And the, the one that isn't is Henry, who did spend almost half pre-merge time on Summertail Beach anyway. So these Asunga people really have come in and although they're not voting solidly together the whole time, they certainly are picking off Summertail one by one. Obviously that has been broken tonight with Sarah going home, but I sort of hadn't picked up on how strong a game they were playing using these voting blocks. So that was, um, that was really cool. Oh, I was meant to talk about Jake's pick. Okay. Jericho. Oh, what have I got for Jericho? Oh, my God. He would let a cat drown? I didn't even get that reference. So was he saying that Sarah is a drowning cat and if he saw a cat drowning, he wouldn't help it in case he drowned himself? That's so mean. Don't let the cat drown. Go and save the cat, Jericho. Like, you can swim better than a cat. You'll be fine. Just, oh, my God, Jericho, you're such a weird kid. Um, What else about Jericho? Oh, he did pretty well on the log challenge. He didn't win, but I thought he did pretty good, you know. I liked that. Uh, yeah, Jericho, such a weird, weird guy. Um, right, Tribal. First of all, with Tribal, Ziggy, oh, God. She wasted the first part of the Super Idol and she wasted the second half. It's probably fitting that she wasted the second half. Her name wasn't even thrown around. I know she was saying she was worried, but, like, come on, man. You, you gotta, just gotta be brave. Hold on to your idol. Could have come in much more handy later on down the road. You even had Peter telling you to play it for Michelle, which wasn't necessary, but it made more sense than playing it for herself. She wasn't even at risk at all. Like, it sort of says to me, 
one that she needed to just, you know, oh, hold on, you can do it, you'll make it through, be brave. But also, if she had no idea to the point where she was willing to do that, she obviously isn't that involved in the conversations. And honestly, that's probably because she flipped out of that alliance when she shouldn't have when she played the first part of the Super Idol. I just... Ziggy's a good player in terms of her physical game. She's really good. She seems to have a reasonable social game, but she's just missing some fundamental things. And it's it's to do with, like, when to play these things that she's been given. Um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back to bite her. And then we did see, actually, briefly at the end there, Lockie saying to Tara about Peter saying to Ziggy, to play the idol for Michelle as though that were a bad thing, which <clears throat> given they were all meant to be working with Michelle and because Peter didn't seem to be included in subsequent conversations, that that's not such a bad thing that Peter's done, but the fact they're, you know, saying, oh, we got to get rid of Peter because he did that, I'm a bit confused by that. But anyway, I think they just like picking on Peter because he's sort of a bit of a lone wolf at this point. Um, anyway, Ziggy, stupid move wasn't impressed by that um well like I said Sarah went home Sarah was a really good player I mean I think we saw her honestly at a high point last episode with that um performance about uh oh god being annoyed at uh Tessa that was that was amazing so you know, stuff like that is really impressive. She did make moves. She was willing to flop and, and, and go over the place, which is which is good. It, it, you know, it mixes things up. But she was a bit of a rogue, you know, like you, she was unpredictable. And the one thing that you want to try and keep around in Survivor is predictability. Because if you know where someone's going to vote, you have control. And that is what you want, particularly if other people don't realise you have control. Um so it probably was the right time to get rid of her. Looks like everybody voted for her um, and Michelle has survived yet another tribal council. So if she was correct in saying she'd survived six as of last night, then that looks like she survived a seventh with her name written down. Um, I wonder what the record is for that. Anyway, she's doing really well. I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's surviving. Um, yeah, so I've sort of powered through it tonight, but that's kind of what happens when it's just one person talking to themselves. So... Um, got to pick who's next. It's, it is really hard to pick just because it's so volatile what they're voting. Um, the one thing that I did notice, um, at least on every vote post merge, uh, Luke has voted for who's gone home. I'm sure there's a number of people, but Luke seems to be the one that once you get him on side, the way he is going tends to be the way the vote finally does go he tends to bring along Jericho with him um except for you know the, the odd occasion so it really seems to me whatever Luke goes is is who goes home so we did have a little snippet of Tara talking about getting rid of Lockie which would be interesting probably does need to happen as I, I keep saying he's it's strange that he's made it this far um but given how unpredictable all of this is you know I'm I'm gonna go Tara just because you know She's uh, playing a move. People might see that as a threat. We'll see how it goes, but it could just as much be Lockie. But, yeah, um, on Tara, I know she's not good at Survivor. I know she can be silly in her responses, but she's a little bit of not an idiot but a lovable – no, no, she, she's a lovable idiot. That is what she is. 
Um, I do enjoy watching her, particularly tonight. You know, the butterfly, you hear her sometimes. I did find her joke funny at, at um, the reward challenge, comparing herself to Ziggy and Sarah looking so similar. She She's funny. I, I do have time for Tara. I think she lightens it. Um, you hear her making weird little out-of-place comments sometimes when more important conversations are happening on the camera. But um, I do think sometime soon her time may be up. And so, yeah, I'm going to put on Tara going next. So I'm sure I've forgotten something and um, would have been nice to have Jake here so I can pick on everything that he says, which is my my usual, my usual way. But um, he will be back tomorrow night. We'll be back doing it together, which is always better. But uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at hashtag AfterTorch. I totally forgot to do any tweets tonight. Sorry, Jake normally does it. Um, you can find us on Facebook at whatever it is slash AfterTheTorch. And if you um, want to subscribe and review on your podcast app, that would be great. Otherwise, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.